Hello, No Code Nation. I'm Ayush, and you're listening to my No Code Story, the only no code podcast focused on real people and their authentic stories. Welcome to the future of the indie movement, where creators, freelancers, automators, and founders build products all without writing a single line of code. If you have a business idea and you're just learning about no-code tech, this is the best companion podcast for your journey. Learn from some of the best minds in no-code. Let's go. Before we get started, I have a small favor to ask. If you like what you hear on today's episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps more people benefit from the pod and lets me know that we're on the right track. Now, onto the show. Hey everybody! Welcome to today's uh, podcast with uh, Ayesh on the My No Code Story. Today we're going to be talking about what is the best no code app builder for beginners. And I'm sure, somewhere what in else? your life, what, what else are we talking about, Seth? Oh yeah, and all the bullshit that surrounds it. Exactly. exactly. This is for beginners. Today, I'm sure you've heard, seen the no code term. I'm sure you've seen the hashtag. I'm sure your mom has a meme. Or she's seen a meme, or you've seen a meme, anywhere that has the hashtag no code in it. So for any of you that are beginners today, this is all for you. We are not going to be talking about the best no code app. I don't want to hear it. We're going to be talking about the easiest no code apps. How can you get started? How can you validate fast? How can you jump in tomorrow and actually read the full documentation without turning your computer off and getting bored? So perfect. Yeah. Let's Couldn't start. Have said it Let's better. jump and right into it. I think well, to kind of set the stage, in addition to what you said, the important thing for people that are just picking up no code tools is not really the tool, right? And we're going to come back to this at the end. It's not really the tool. Exactly. It's about your, the practice that you get and the experience you get with a wide variety of tools. And it's about making sure that you don't start with a huge cliff. You start with a small step. And hopefully exactly. this episode helps someone, helps someone out. Right. Because, you know, if you found no code somehow on Twitter or wherever you're at, there is a chance that you might have been like many of us who have taken the path to learning how to code or and just didn't have the time to learn HTML, JavaScript, and um, or maybe you learned a little bit of it, but you found no code and you want to validate. Or maybe you're a developer and you just want to use no code tools and understand design better. So there's there's so many different use cases and uh. We'd love to know who uh, gets the most out of this episode. And there's tons of beginners on Twitter every day. So I'm hoping this will definitely help some of you that are new to um, our world, um, you know, jump right in and not be afraid to to start building. And, you know, and today we're going to focus on, like I said, we're not going to focus on the business side. This is how to build, you know, strengthening that build muscle, that technical build muscle. All right, so, let's get, let's get started. It. Cool. Cool. So um, I think it's important to, like we set the stage with what we're going to cover, also set the stage with why now is actually a good time to be in the no-code space. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but I've felt it. I don't know if you've felt it quite the same way, Seth, but having been sort of acquainted with the space for the past couple of years and having this podcast going for the past year and a half, roughly, I've really started to feel this 
push in terms of just the volume of new tools that are coming up, the number of people that are doing cool things with these tools. And I feel like it's just inevitable that people are going to have to start picking up like a bubble or a Webflow and build out their projects. It's not going to be enough to say this is a good idea. It's going to be required to show why it's a good idea and show it by building. Yep. Um, yeah. And, you know, as, as I've learned over the last few years, I didn't even, when I first, you know, dove into this community and into this world of learning uh, all about all these tools, uh, you know, for me, my first, you know, no code experience was in 2018. Before that, I, I had never really been down the path ever of, you know, the Dreamweaver or whatever uh, apps that were, you know, some others used for years. Um, my first instance was with Card, you know. So, right. you know, up, up until 2000, you know, 18, no code was there. It existed, but not as many people just knew about it. You know, as far as the marketing term, the, the word, um, we're not going to argue about that today, by the way, because that'll give me a headache. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, we're not going to talk about the term no code. It's definitely a marketing term. Um, it's meant to describe someone who builds or uh, validates a business using no code tools, uh, whether you're a marketer or a developer or just a maker, right? So um, w what really has changed, you know, over the last few years is, and what I really think that no code does, you know, we're not talking about, like I said, but what I really think has changed is accessibility, right? It's giving you the power to, I want to build something. Um, I heard of this new platform. I'm new to Twitter. I know no one. Well, yes, you do. Just type in no code Twitter on hashtag right there. And the community is full of information. So with that being said, accessibility is what no code does. It's going to give you the tools, the knowledge, the community to help you and get you there. We were all at that point um, at some point. So, um, but accessibility is really something else. I think, you know, and you talk about that too, just being able to start fast, building a mobile app, you know, visual, drag and drop builders, you know, basic data, uh, database skills, Google sheet table, like, you know, the basics, right? So if you can yeah. do that, which I know you can, you know, if you're listening to this, then, you know, you're going to be okay. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think more people need to embrace the learning curve that comes with some of these tools. But I think where we're starting today is how can you get started just by building that muscle, right? Uh, just build that habit of making a few tweaks here and there in, uh, in a no-code tool of your choice every single day and get better over time. And the other important thing that I want to highlight is, like I said before, it's not about the tools, but it's about the practice of planning a little bit before you start building. Like um, I've seen this trend and I'm not particularly a fan of it um, on Twitter where, uh, you know, people just go out and build projects. So it's an idea, you know, you can build sure. it, you know, in an hour and you go out and build a project, which is, which is great. But that exact same project, if you would have just taken three hours instead of one and use that first hour to just 
sketch things out in your mind, plan what a user workflow would be like, and uh, you know, think through the problem a little bit more and write some stuff down, visualize things, you would come up with a much better and hopefully more usable solution at the end of that three-hour time frame. Yeah, I mean, so, that, that, that gets into the, you know, and, and like I said, that, that, yeah, you're right. That's important because you you need to do some level of planning. Like, uh, you know, definitely you need to know what trying to problem you're trying to solve. But I guess if you're a beginner, you know, right, you do definitely need to have those practice sessions where you try to clone an app or watch a tutorial and build because those are foundational uh, skills, right? Because as I've learned, uh, no code was definitely an entry point for me into learning product, learning marketing, learning sales, learning how to set up an email campaign, learning how to do all these other technical hard skills and soft skills that I didn't even, well, maybe I had, but I, I don't know. I never u had to use them at my job necessarily, you know, uh, well, not all of them, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, I think it's an entry level into other skills that for sure. And I think that's one of the best things that people don't talk about enough. Um, is how to use these acquired skills because I've acquired skills in just by doing my own side projects and learning from the community that I've been able to use in uh, my day job now or in getting an interview, right, to this job that I didn't think I could get before or, um, you know, and it, and it was also for a job that I never really would have applied for before, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, but you're right. Sketching out uh, leads me to thinking about, oh, there's so many different avenues, like, and then there's more than just the skills. There's the paths, like, oh, do I want to focus on design? Or do I want to be a curator? It's kind of what Arvid Call talks about, right? The cure, being a curator and a okay. collector, right? Um, I, I really like uh, what, he has a good episode somewhere on that. I, I listened to his pod couple weeks ago and I was hearing him talking about, you know, are you a content creator? Are you a curator? Or, uh, so it leads to a lot of these, uh, new discoveries of, you know, I think I like marketing No, I like no code design. So I'm going to focus on how I can teach people design. So you're going to learn that over time. You're not expected to know that, but, um, yeah, we'll, no, code uh, Twitter, right? no code Twitter is the number one place to start for you. If you were to, if you were a I would say in yes. space today. And you know what? It's funny because when I found no code as a beginner, uh, you know, this is 2018 and, and I know it's, it's not that long ago, but at the same time in this, in our world, it seems like it's been 10 years and yeah. this, it really, with how much it's gone crazy. I mean, I remember when there was like the same 300 people posting on it. Like, I don't yeah. know. It just, I'm just making a random number up, but it, it's still small. It it's still like growing it. it's, exponentially, it's, but and there's thousands now, thousands and thousands. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it, you know, for sure, uh, don't be, don't be scared, and you know, like just let's get into the content. Though uh, I definitely think our uh, listeners that are new would want to hear about some of the good uh, resources. Yeah. So let's get into it. So what's yep. what's your number one like resource? for someone to build that, that habit, that muscle of building in no code tech every single day. Uh, hmm. So are you asking in terms of 
what makes me like gives me the motivation to do it or like a good resource that no, I know just, of that helps me learn. Yeah. Just, just think about someone that's like brand new that learned about this no code thing. They think they can do some good stuff, but they need like a path. What's, what's something you would recommend sure. to them uh, to go do like day one. Okay. So hundred days of no code hands down. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just how I feel. And this is, this is not, uh, he's not sponsoring it, but Max Haining, 100daysofnocode.com, literally is you're going to be your best bet. Um, I think it, it's great what he's built and the community he's built because he really like give you get to go through all these use cases, right, and use a different tool weekly or daily. Um, from what I've heard, I never had to you know use it. Cause I, you know, it wasn't even out in, you know, I think 2018, I think he started building right. in 2020 or 2019 or something like that. But just the community has grown and you get to use uh, different use cases. Uh, and you it's with a low level of commitment each day for a hundred days. Right. So that yeah. out there, um, and you get to use a different tool. So your, uh, attention span is there to where you're, you know, you're going to be interested in, you know, getting the grasp of these tools and then you can go later on and make your own decisions about which ones you like better or which ones you learn. And they're very like, um, hands-on quick. Cause I think that that's the real power of it. And I, that's why I really recommend it to people is because, uh, you get to iterate and build something fast to show, right. To actually yeah. like show like, Oh, I made this, you know, yeah. like, and, so and uh, yeah, I, it's a really good resource. Check it out. Yeah, I'd have to recommend that again, 100%, right? So 100 days of no code. And I'll call out a couple of things about like Max and what he's doing. So yeah, um, Max has been on the podcast before. So I would urge people yep. that are listening to go check that episode out. I think it's somewhere in the in the 20s. So it's probably like 22 or 23. Yeah, it's uh, one we'll of the early ones. In the show notes. Yeah, it's one of the early ones. But, um, and, and Max started this program around the early COVID timeframe, so 2020. Yeah. Um, the basic idea is that you show up every single day and just dabble in a tool of your choice for 30 minutes. That's it, right? Yep. So it's very, very disarming. So if someone's just new to this space, like how couldn't you commit to that? You're doing yourself a disservice if you're not committing to that. And the important thing that people sort of ignore at the beginning is they get... Uh, they get a little bit worried about this hundred day commitment. It seems like a little too much because I don't know what I'm going to be doing like three months from now. Like I <laughs> don't have any trips planned, you know, right. I don't know what projects I'm going to be working on, what my workload's going to be like, what family situation is going to be like, et cetera. So people start thinking in these loops. And the important thing is that you don't have to make it the 400 days. Like I've had people that have just focused on learning 30 minutes of bubble for 20 days straight. And then after that, 20th, 23rd day, something somewhere around that time frame, they've started to feel really comfortable enough to now take it a step further and build their project on it. So right. I would again recommend people start out there. And for people that have gone through and completed that course, um, if you're interested to take this journey to the next level and really go through like a, a an MVP course, right? So the so Max also has a no code MVP course, which is a five week boot camp that he yeah, runs this is uh, recent. that takes people to the next level. Uh, we have a um, uh, I have a discount 
code for you guys. So we'll link to link you to a page in the show notes that you can go to to get that discount code in and uh, get like a 20% discount on that course. Uh, but the 100 days of no code thing is kind of a no brainer if you're just getting started. Sure. I agree. What else? Like where else can people yeah. go? Uh, were, were you on MakerPad during the early days? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was MakerPad. And then there was also another one. Um, I don't, uh, you know what? I'm going to search for it, but I'm going to come back to that in a minute because there's one that I do have to give a shout out on that I didn't mention here, but he was one of the first that I've seen that was really doing it. But I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute. Because uh, so I have to find for the name. Me, what, yeah, while you're looking that up, for me, uh, MakerPad and Indie Hackers were the two major resources that that I went to early on just to get embedded into the space. And um, I was like really happy to see MakerPad get sold to Zapier and, and to see uh, you know an exit come out of that, which was really one of the first examples of like a no code platform or product get acquired at that scale by a company like Zapier, which you know by that time had like hundreds of thousands of users, possibly billions of users. Um, but yeah. I, I really think there are starting to now be a lot more YouTube um, YouTube channels that are talking about no code and focusing in on specific tools. So I yep. know there are two that kind of were on the fringe of like Notion and productivity and are now picking up no code tech and starting to talk about, you know, connecting databases to a front end and stuff like that. So um, that could be a great, a great place to go to. And it's just pretty recent, like 2022. That's when these uh, channels have uh, started to Really? Yeah, there's a whole new slew of like uh, YouTube tutorials, but don't get like lost in it for sure because it can be if you're new, if you are new and you're listening to this, which we hope you are new, you know, because um, you know that's who we're here to help today. So um, yeah, there's a whole list of I can't even think of them. I'll have to tweet it out or something like a whole list of everyone that I follow because I've been looking around. There's definitely some really good. Uh, builders there as well that have a lot to offer for free. I mean, come on, it's free. Yeah. Um, and yeah, build camp, uh, build camp, you know, it, like I guess we, we're, we'll mention build camp because they're amazing. And later down your journey, you might need them, but as a beginner, uh, it just depends because now I'm also at the same time, I'm seeing beginners that are starting with bubble. So this also, um, I want to skip to a part before we get it too much into this. This also goes, if you are a beginner, there is going to be a different starting path for every beginner based on what is your, what, what your current skill sets are. I mean, what are you yeah. bringing to the table that you already have? So that's, I've seen, you know, the thing is where no people have no experience at all and they literally don't even know what a database is. And, but then again, I've seen people that, you know, have somewhat technical knowledge or maybe work in tech as a marketer or something, but they just, so they already have a lot of these skills, but they just need to know, what is the tool and how do I, what yeah. tools do I need to use? You know, or so, so maybe they want to jump into air uh, bubble, right? Cause they've heard about it instead of no code. They heard about bubble, right? As an entry way. So yeah, definitely access your skills and we'll go through that more in depth, but we'll get back to the uh, resources for now. Um, but uh, yeah, and there's, there's sure, probably but, too many resources to cover. Sure. Yeah. The we're not going to cover everything. Oh yeah. I mean, if you really want a, a good resource list, um, I would definitely say, you know, there's, if you just go on Twitter and type in no code and then use every ABC in the book, 
after the letter, you get an auto an auto list of domains that have been purchased for directories. So um, the one I really like and use is no code list. I think uh, we've all maybe seen it at some point. No code list dot co. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty That's awesome. A great it has yeah. yeah, it has a it's it's amazing list. And there's a lot of other resources getting made uh, out there right now. But um, uh, you know, Bubble. You have Bill Camp. You have No Code Alliance with JJ Englert, and they're just doing so much awesomeness. You know. Yeah, JJ has been but, really uh, active on Twitter the last few months, and uh, I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, and uh, Greg from Bill Camp, and they're they're just those dudes are awesome. I actually need to catch up and watch some Bubble refresh courses from them for sure. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, one well, other. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm good. So uh, one other platform that I wanted to highlight was uh, No Code Weekend. So this is fairly new, and it's geared towards beginners. And um, rather than committing to 100 days, it probably gets you through that. Uh, maybe not the same learning curve, but a similar learning curve in mm-hmm. a weekend hackathon type. Uh, environment That's cool. along with peers and and we covered this on the pod right so we had yep. a couple of episodes come out where um, I, I shared something about no code weekend number three which is the latest one that uh, that ran in june and then there's one more coming up in august um where uh, there again a bunch of people are going to get together over a weekend a lot of them who have heard about no code for the first time they're going to start with a little bit of direction there are going to be some judges and you're going to be able to build something over a weekend and then present it to uh, to a couple of judges and then to the audience. So it's yeah, uh, I've been really seeing constant. some of their Twitter posts and uh, yeah, unfortunately I missed that. I was supposed to host that um, No Code Weekend and I-, I wanted to see some some of the stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the future seeing what they do. It's yeah. gonna be interesting. So you talked about you talked about the different types of skills that people might already have, right? So you might have someone that's like. A, a business analyst or a data analyst at work right now that encountered no-code tools, they're coming from a different standpoint. There may be someone that's uh, that's in sales that isn't really tech savvy, uh, but they want to use uh, no-code tech and right. they've heard about this, you know, you could do it yourself. Um, so talking about what types of skills in terms of fundamentals each person yeah. needs to have relative to where they are, uh, what's your take on... Uh, on these different core fundamentals that any new no-code user needs to grasp or at least know from past knowledge? Well, okay. And and so I'll start out with, you know, for sure one that, you know, we can all speak to. I don't care who you are. Have you ever used Excel or Google Sheets? Exactly, right? Mm -hmm. Who hasn't? You know, so, I mean, we're talking about database fundamentals would be one of the first ones that, I mean, from, you know, and taking, I mean, as a beginner, I definitely, you know, suggest using Google Sheets or Excel as your database. And we'll talk more about that later, right? But knowing the core fundamentals of uh, lookup tables, macros, uh, you know, searching, you know, using the features of a simple spreadsheet, whether it's Excel, Google Sheets, et cetera, those are all fun. That's all you need. The fun. Uh, those are the fundamentals. Uh, and if you, I mean, if you want to, if you know formulas, it's even better. Um, you can do a little bit more, but it's okay. 
you'll get there. Um, so yeah, de- de- definitely database fundamentals, understanding what a database is. Um, I would definitely go out and try to learn, um, you know, also just good knowledge to have, you know, just different types of relationships between data, data types, uh, relational databases, uh, et cetera, you know, just, just to get the, just to get the fundamental like, grasp on, okay, what are the, what will people be talking about? So you understand. Um, yeah. And the, I think, the I think I'll leave it at that. Yeah. You don't really need to get too deep. Right. So I think databases yeah, are one sure. of the things that have gotten for better or you for have worse, to know data, right? Yeah. D- yeah. I mean, data databases are a need and I know, I actually put out a tweet the other day and I kind of wish I could recant my tweet, but I'm like, eh, oh, well, it's Twitter, right? <laughs> so I, I put a tweet out that says where uh, something about no code, a databaseless no code database. And it, I didn't think about the what I was actually wanting to say. And I know some people asked me, and they're like, some people commented and said, well, yeah, well, all data, all software and applications have a database. I'm like, true. I probably didn't state that right. Like, and, and I was talking on another subject, which we'll get on to another uh, episode that I don't want to really talk about here because it might be a little bit of overload, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk about the, but, those uh, other skills uh, for now. Just Yeah. The, the nice thing about the uh, what you talked about with databases is that uh, maybe that's not the right starting point for you. Maybe your interest is more in, yeah, automating your workflows and you've maybe heard of like automation tools that can take an email from somewhere and then put that into a spreadsheet. Um, or, or maybe it's visually designing something. So there's like different ways you could come at it. Databases being one of them. And and please keep in context. If you do follow us on Twitter and you do know, I made this and did this research for this episode in the most beginner friendly way, even though that most of the beginners that might hear this probably already or could know all this stuff, but not everybody does. There are some people who will not. So I'm starting from the very fundamentals, the very, yeah. I know nothing. So please um, understand if you are asking those questions in your head right now, <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, definitely, you know, you'll get into um, just, just having, having a little bit of knowledge of, you know, maybe code, right? You, uh, you you don't have to use code, but maybe that's what led you to no code, right? Not being mm-hmm. able to uh, learn HTML and having the time, uh, or you would like to design a website, right? Or you saw a website and you're like, you know, well, I really want to start build and build my own business. I want to quit my job. So what do I need? I need a website builder, but I don't want to use Squarespace or Wix or something. Maybe I want a little bit more of... So it really just all depends, you know. Um, I think once so, I get through some and, of the other uh, sections. Yeah, and, and also just to clarify, like Squarespace and Wix, um, at least as far as my knowledge goes, are great for static sites. Um, other apps like Webflow offer a little bit more robustness through a CMS approach and just a community where you could find, for example, um, other builders, um, other resources much faster than you would on, uh, you know, a tool that people aren't really using on a day-to-day basis, if you will. Uh, but I think UI and UX, just building using a UI and UX type drag and drop interface is a great way to get started. And if Square and Wix is, is your thing, start there. Yeah. Uh, and I have some tidbits on, on, 
on Wix and Squarespace when we get down to the list, but not yet, but it's okay. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about like automation workflows. Cause I think that's a big one. Um, I've sure. had so many, I've spoken to so many people that have, that are by profession, like industrial engineers or that are, uh, you know, really, you know, nerds of in their own right, right? in right. a different field, just in not a different related field. hardware engineering, right? Exactly. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So they have this technical mindset and automation and all of this um, uh, systematizing of things comes naturally to them. And if that's you, then automation workflows might be the right way to start. So start off with something like Zapier.com or, or some other tools that we'll cover in a bit to really get deep into some personal workflows that you can maybe start automating to improve your own life to start off with. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, like this is another whole use case for uh, what you can do with no code, even as a beginner. You know, this is, uh, let's say you don't want to build something. Let's just say you want to make something faster or uh, cut out extra time from a task that you do every day or maybe two applications that you use every day. You know, then, you know, automation, no code actually will connect your app with this other app to make it do this or that based on yep. different rules. And that's the basic way I know how to describe it, but I, uh, yeah, it's great. So there's a lot of resources and you're going to hear about it more as you take this journey. So we'll leave it at that. All right. That was the show. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed it and got a ton out of it. If you did, there are two things you need to do. Number one, make sure you subscribe to the show to get notified when a new no-code story drops. And number two, I want to ask you a favor. Who's the one person you know who would absolutely benefit from hearing this story? Text them right now and send them to mynocodestory.com and reference this episode. Maybe they're an entrepreneur, maybe they can use this episode to level up at their job, or maybe they're just someone who loves creating new things. Do it. Subscribe and then send them the text. Make a difference. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next one.